disconnecting by getting out into nature has been a driving force behind RVing and camping since this pastime began. However, it's grown from a pastime into a lifestyle and in today's world, completely disconnected seems to be hard for some and impossible for others. Here's an exclusive offer for Snowbirds and RV Travelers listeners. Golden Village Palms RV Resort is a welcoming retreat for an active lifestyle. From dining to recreation to shopping, everyone enjoys this pet-friendly RV resort. If you call 1-888-RV-STAYS, that's 1-888-787-8297 and use promo code SNOWBIRDS, you can have a discounted monthly rate of just $749 for stays through April 2024. Spend your days on the pickleball courts, relax by the pools, work out in the fitness center, or enjoy one of the many daily resort activities in sunny California. Nathan Pop boasts over a decade in the RV and power sports industry, currently serving as Travelfy's Director of Operations. His expertise reflects a passion for travel and the outdoors, while his ties to Pace International's 50 plus years in RV and electronics offer unparalleled insights, making him an invaluable resource for RV owners, outdoor enthusiasts, and snowbirds alike. Welcome, Nathan. Thank you, Perry. Very happy to be here and uh, discussing internet connectivity in the outdoors. Yeah, so let's start with the broader question. Do we really need to stay so connected? Is staying connected an addiction that we need to break from in order to really get back to nature? You know, it's a great question. Um, and it probably is different for every person. But I think what is great and really what we have learned, you know, COVID over the last few years is, for a lot of people, disconnecting means different things. For a lot of people, that's getting away from the day-to-day -day grind, the office life, the um, just the home structure that it may involve and in being on the road and getting outdoors, but they still want to bring some elements with them. They want to have some connectivity back to the world. I know for me, I enjoy nothing more than taking my laptop, going to the lake, um, sitting out and doing work at the lake. And so I need that connectivity but that helps me mentally reset and uh, give me that disconnection, but staying connected. I kind of agree with that. It is nice to change the venue instead of just working in the office. But I'm gonna ask, with the state-of-the-art 5G phones that we have, why do we need or, or want uh, portable hi-fi hotspots? And again, it it's really comes down to user and application. You know, I'm going to break this into kind of a couple pieces. The first one is, you know, 5G. That's a common question we get a lot is 5G is expanding. It's a new technology. You hear it everywhere. You hear a lot of phrases like Internet of Things and constant connectivity and your refrigerator is going to be connected, your microwave's connected, your car's connected. And <clears throat> so there's this, there's this buzz and excitement. But the reality is it's still a very new technology. Um, it's still a technology that isn't fully built out, whether you're in the U.S. or Canada, that is still expanding. It's the future. By all means, it's the future. But today, you know, in the, in the U.S., for example, um, less than 50% of customers have coverage and access to 5G. And when you start breaking it down into actual high-speed 5G or what you'd call true 5G, that number's a lot less. Um, we're talking, you know, those speeds where they're saying, you know, 500, 600, maybe gig level speeds. Um, 
that's not readily available and accessible to the vast majority of customers. So maybe you're in the city uh, and you have you know, a 5G or an ultra band, uh, wideband 5G or whatever the, the carrier may call it, you go to where your favorite destinations are, where you're spending most of your time, you likely don't have access to that same level of speeds. The other side of it, and your question on, well, if I have my phone with me and my phone acts as a hotspot, why would I need anything else? Um, and for a lot of users, the, the answer is you, you don't necessarily need something else. But for customers who are looking for a more, to replicate an at-home experience, to connect multiple devices, uh, or who may need streaming or connectivity for long periods of time or using higher data, a phone's not going to be adequate. Um, most carriers, whether, again, you're uh, Canada or you're in the U.S., they're going to say, maybe they're going to say, hey, I'm going to give you unlimited data. But if you read the fine print and you read your contracts, it's going to say, uh, specifically with the mobile hotspots, you're limited to 20 gigabytes in a month. Well, 20 gigabytes, depending on what you're doing, we have seen users use that in a matter of hours. Um, and so at that point, you use your data allotment, you're going to be throttled to speeds that no longer will support anything other than basic internet browsing or emails. So again, it's, it's use case specific. And it's something that we try to educate our customers on and understanding and anybody I'm talking to is you really have to ask yourself, what do I need? What do I need for connectivity? What do I need for internet? You have to consider, are you streaming? Are you browsing? Are you working? Are you video conferencing? Um, are you connecting a phone, a tablet, a computer, a smart TV, all of these things? Um, and depending on your answers, you'll likely find that that's going to point you to the solution that you need. Um, so if it's, nope, I just need something basic that I can occasionally connect to to answer some work emails, a phone's going to work great. But if it's, I'm trying to run an entire, you know, 40-foot coach and I want all of my connectivity, like, a hotspot on your phone is likely not going to cover that. And frankly, a hot, dedicated hotspot device may not even work and you have to go into something like a larger router. Right. Well, you know, and, and that's interesting that you kind of point up that whole throttling thing because I, I don't want to turn this into a rant, but this is what I bought about five or six <laughs> years ago. And I'm not going to tell you that it is actually powered by AT&T and it's a piece of Netgear stuff. But uh, yeah, I'd be watching a movie and unlimited data and then all of a sudden the movie starts to stutter and then it just shuts down. And I guess that's what you're talking about when you say throttle back. So how is the Travelfy products, for instance, or what's, what's the answer to that solution? Just spend more money or? But, uh, yeah, that's normally the solution, right? No, it's, <laughs> you know, that is an incredibly frustrating experience. And I've got two young children who, you know, when we're on the road, Nothing probably gets my wife and I going more than our kids screaming in the back like the Internet's buffering or, you know, it's like them having to watch an ad or something. They're just not used to that in today's world. Um, but no, to, to answer your question, uh, yes, data limits, caps um, from carriers can impact your throttling and the experience that you saw. And that's likely the case. What you saw is, hey, I used my data allotment. Now it's going to slow me down. You're going to buffer watch a couple minutes, you're going to buffer again. Um, very common, we get that a lot. Now, what's unique about Travelfy um, is we offer you know, an unlimited plan. 
And unlimited is a term that a lot of customers, they've, they've been trained, they learned, they've understood that unlimited in the cellular world doesn't mean unlimited. There's always fine print, there's always an asterisk on there that says unlimited, uh, but once you hit this or you try to do X, Y, Z, your speeds are slowed. Travelify, we have said we don't want that experience. We don't like that experience for our customers. We know that you know our core customer is an RVer who wants at home type of experience. And so we have worked to create plans and structure that we offer in our unlimited plan, um, high speed, true high speed, uncapped to 800 gigabytes. At 800 gigabytes, which is where our cap would be, it, our speeds do slow, but they slow to um, five megabytes per second, which five megabytes per second would still give you adequate speeds to be able to um, do some streaming in like a 720p or 420 or 480. Um, you're not gonna necessarily be able to do 4K, but it's still gonna allow you to have a decent user experience. And at that point, there is no cap beyond that. We have customers who have used over two ter terabytes of data within their billing cycle. Um, and we don't get any issues, any complaints. Um, and to give you some perspective too on 800 gigabytes, most an average consumer is gonna use 100 to 200 gigabytes in a month. And that's gonna support five to six hours of streaming a day in HD. It's gonna support video conferencing, working from home, all of the things that you want to do. So that cap, effectively, the way we designed it, is impacting less than a half percent of our customers. Uh, most people never will get there or get there. And so our kind of going full circle on this, right? Most cellular data plans, hotspot plans, are, are gonna be 20 to 30 gigabyte caps on their unlimited plans. Ours is 800. Um, and so we wanted to, we, you can't truly, again, in the world of, of cellular, you can't truly go unlimited. It just doesn't work that way in how the network bandwidths, the data kind of behind the scenes operates. But we can set a structure where we make that cap high enough that most people will never bump against it. So this is a hot spot. Like I think I looked and I saw on the website you have the Journey One, which is a small portable, hang it off your backpack or put it wherever uh, hot spot that can. I think I read hold up to five users. Now, what about like privacy and security? If I walk by or I'm at a cafe and and there's a stranger next to me, is he going to be able to? lock onto that and start using up my gigabytes? Uh, so actually we have two devices. We'll start first with our hotspot, the, the Journey One device. Um, so that is a portable design to be a portable hotspot, very similar to the Netgear that you just had shown us. Um, and then we have our second device is called the Journey XTR, and that's actually a built like a in-home router. Um, both are cellular based both um, offer this all of the same benefits with travel Shopify. it really just kind of depends on do you want portability and ease of use and uh, flexibility when you'll need a few devices connected or do you want you know the xtr side where you can have 30 plus devices connected um, it's going to likely be built in or installed into your um, rv or coach it's not going to be portable because it has to be hardwired so it depends on what you need to answer the security question um, it has the same level of security that is built into your standard routers at your home. So everything's going to be password uh, protected, encrypted, unique um, uh, wireless IDs, 
um, passwords, so you create your own private network. So somebody at the campground is not going to be able to connect to your internet. Um, somebody even within your RV or at the, the campground or the picnic or wherever you're at, even if you have your device out and they're seeing your signal, they won't be able to connect without your password. Oh, that's good to know. So, and maybe this is another question, I might be jumping ahead here, but let's say I have a VPN, that virtual private network. Private. I don't even know what VPN stands for, but I know it's supposed to hide me from uh, hackers and et cetera. Can I still use something like that with these devices? Yes, you can. Yeah, we don't uh, we don't support that through our devices or the software that comes with the devices, but we have a lot of customers who use third party applications and software for that. Uh, and you said that the XTR is a router, so I have a router at home, and many people do. Like, why can't I just take that and stick that in my RV? And and how is the XTR any different? Yeah, good question. Uh, so the XTR is going to be cellular. We're vast majority of in-home routers are going to just be, you know, cable or fiber optic, um, maybe DSL, but these, um, they essentially do the same thing, right? The, the difference being the Journey XTR has cellular antennas built into it, so it can connect to the cell towers. You don't need any kind of other system to do that. And then it also acts as your uh, internet router. The other great feature with that is it also has, uh, something called Wi-Fi extending. So say you are at home and you have your internet at home and you want to work, park your RV in your, your garage or in your driveway. You can actually connect your XTR to your Wi-Fi signal and it will just repeat that signal within your RV. Another application a lot of customers will use that for is if you are at a campground with good internet, which is is rare these days, but if you find a campground that has good high-speed internet that you feel secure about, uh, you can connect the XTR to that and repeat it, and you're no longer drawing off your cellular plans or your data plans, um, and you're just using it as a Wi-Fi router. You leave that campground, you can flip it and turn it back into a cellular-based and have internet while you're on the go or into your new, uh, new spot where you're parking. So it kind of offers you the best of both worlds. Um, and it gives our customers a lot of flexibility to um, either save money in data plans or use internet or kind of just use it in a lot of different situations. So you said you can take it on the go, you leave the campground. So I'm driving down the highway and kids are streaming video or wife's on Instagram. Is it a seamless transition like as you're driving down the road and picking up different signals? You know, that's, I should probably explain that. So what makes Travelify very unique from most other cellular products. Most cellular products operate with a physical SIM, so a physical SIM card, meaning you need to go and select one carrier, um, one network that you want to work with. Um, so say that's Rogers or Bell or AT&T or Verizon in the United States, you have to go to them, buy a physical SIM card, put that into your device. Um, and then you are only gonna operate within those networks. The Travelify network and our devices, we've, we've built them with uh, eSIM. So eSIM stands for embedded SIM. Um, and what that means is there's a SIM card physically within the device that's hardwired into the device that allows us to operate on multiple networks, to connect to most towers within wherever you are. So as you are driving down the road, you may be connected to one tower, um, one network, and the signal drops or the speeds are reduced or something happens, the device will automatically 
connect to another tower and another network um, to ensure that you always are having the best optimized experience. Um, uh, you know, what it won't do, because that's, that's a, it's a great feature, right? It ensures that a essentially you're gonna have internet wherever there is cellular, uh, a cellular tower. The downside with that is it's still cellular based, meaning you go somewhere where there's no cellular towers, uh, so no networks available, you won't be able to get that connection. So we are still limited, right? We can't build the towers where there aren't any, um, but it gives a lot more flexibility for our users, for our customers. It's even the same like if you're in, uh, say you live in the United States and you wanna travel to Canada in the summer, customers are able to uh, purchase a plan that allows their devices to work in Canada and connect to the towers and works the exact same way as it does in the US, vice versa. If you're in Canada and say you're coming to the US for the winter um, as a snowbird, it will connect to the US towers, um, in the US networks, and it operates in that same way. All with one device, there is no more buying a SIM card, changing SIM cards, opening multiple accounts with different people. It's all we, our, our whole saying is one device, right? Um, one uh, company in Travelfy in multiple networks. So uh, I know you mentioned uh, the US, you mentioned Canada. Uh, I love going to Mazatlan. Will it, will it work there? Will it work in Mexico? It, it does work in Mexico. So we currently today have coverage in US, Canada, and Mexico. Um, we do not um, at this time have coverage outside of those three countries. So if you are going overseas, going to Europe, somewhere else, um, the devices today are not supported. That may be a future enhancement we make down the road um, where it would work the exact same way. It's just that it connects to the, the foreign towers. Um, and going back to something you said earlier as well with the XTR and going on the go. So my router at home gets plugged into an AC outlet. When I'm driving down the road in my motor home, there's no AC. Yep, so great how question. does the XTR work? Yeah, so it does come standard with a 120 volt. Um, for a lot of our customers, we do also sell a 12 volt that they can plug in and it can either be hardwired or we can actually plug into just like a standard cigarette lighter style 12 volt connection. So um, we offer both um, options that are available. And it, again, it kind of just depends on how each customer wants to use it. Um, we also, the XTR is actually also built into um, a lot of RVs for model year 2024. Um, and those will be in that case, like they're hardwired in to the vehicle, they're permanently installed within the vehicles. Um, and in that case, like they're running off the 12 volt power supplies. Uh, and what's the range on that? I and mean, I thought about obviously motorhome, but I talked motorhome, but a lot of people have uh, travel trailers or fifth wheels. So if I've got this plugged into my fifth wheel or travel trailer and I'm driving my truck, is that, is that still a decent distance? Can I still get good reception out of that router? Absolutely. Yeah. The router you would have, you know, conservatively 100, 150 feet. Um, it's not uncommon to be, you know, over 300 feet or like a football length away from it and still get a, a quality signal. Um, I've had, you know, in my office, um, I've had people cross the building through brick walls who are connected to a router. Uh, so it, it has a very strong, they have, uh, it comes with some high gain antennas that are actually stronger than most typical at home routers. So that way it's amplifying that signal. It, it, it receives a signal, helps pull in um, stronger than say like a cell phone one, but it also helps amplify out that Wi-Fi signal. Uh, and while we're on the topic of the signals, a lot of campgrounds, you know, say they have Wi-Fi, but it's, it's crappy, spotty Wi-Fi. 
is this going to help me get a better signal? Like, or is it, is, is it bad signal, just a bad signal? Or will the XTR actually pull something in and improve it for me? Yeah, if there is cellular coverage, you would have uh, likely a better signal and better experience um, than just the standard camp Wi-Fi. To your point, a lot of campgrounds say they offer Wi-Fi, but it's very um, underpowered equipment, not adequate coverage. You may connect, but there might be 20, 30, 100 other campers on that, which is, there's just not enough bandwidth. And they, they don't, they're not investing in the type of equipment. So having a, a device like a TravelFi, which is your own private network, which is cellular-based, has nothing to do with the quality of their Wi-Fi um, or their internet service provider, in a lot of cases, does provide a better experience for a customer. Good answer. <laughs> it's not, again, it goes back to there's, there's nothing more frustrating when you know it's raining outside or it's just the evening and you want to unwind and watch a, you know, your favorite show and it's just buffers. Or you're trying to get on a work call or something, right, in an important meeting, and you can't get onto the internet. And it says you're connected, and it just doesn't work. And that's that's really going back to why Travelfy was created in the first place. So, I, you know, Pace International, the parent company, um, as you mentioned in the opening, Pace has been around in business for over 50 years. Um, they are the exclusive provider for Dish Outdoors satellite TV, um, so serving the RV industry and selling that to the RV industry. What they have learned in that time is, you know, customers are constantly calling saying, hey, I, I've got this TV, but do you have an internet solution available, right? I'm doing, um, I need it for this or I'm on the road for that. And um, is there an option for me? And it's kind of like we've said where there's cellular-based uh, phones or hotspots there's um, set, uh, satellite-based internet. But what we found is for a lot of customers, based off their situation, it doesn't always work, right? It's, I've ran into numerous customers that say, I've got a hotspot from this carrier, that carrier, that carrier. I've got satellite-based equipment. Basically, they've got all of these different things because they're trying to find a solution. And so, you know, again, there's, there's no perfect system but with Travelfy being that it's uh, the network is so large and it's multi-network, we can at least help eliminate some of that concern of am I going to have, like I know I've got their self-service at my campground, but will my service work? With Travelfy, if you know their self-service, you're, you're going to have service. And that just that takes a lot of that stress and anxiety out for our customers. Um, and it, it just ends up, being a lot easier solution for them, a lot more manageable than trying, you know, lugging out piece of equipment after piece of equipment just to try to get some sort of internet. I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure you've seen the camper where they're cranking up, you know, antennas onto the roof. They're putting tripods out into their campsites. I mean, it's, uh, we've seen all kinds. And the great thing, and we've actually, we've gotten a lot of business this way where we have one router. You don't even need the external antenna and you're pulling in great speeds and you're streaming and you're doing all this and it was literally just as simple as turning it on and there was no other work involved yeah so sorry two questions came up but you know the first one is uh is it is it pretty much plug and play um for either the journey one that portable one or the xtr the router yes like, is yeah it, 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 
as plug as play as it can be. I mean, it's a matter of turning it on. Uh, within a couple minutes, the devices will acquire a signal. And once they acquire a signal, it's just connecting to the, the Wi-Fi at that point. There are, there's no other work that needs to be done. You know, beyond the initial call activation, right, where you need to uh, register your device and choose a data plan. But outside of that, yeah, it's just a matter of turning things on and you're good to go. I, for instance, have the WineGuard satellite dish with a direct TV, and that costs, that's its own subscription. Can I get away without actually purchasing that or using that or renewing that subscription? Can I just use a, a Travelfy with a good data plan and, I don't know, an Amazon Fire Stick or something to pull all the channels in or, or my existing cable provider's system? The easy answer is yes. Yeah. Oh. If you, if you, um, if that's the direction you want to go and you're looking to stream 100%, yes. Yeah. Okay. It just It's always a lot of money, right? My cell phone has one. I've got a, subscri a subscription for that. i got to pay that monthly fee. Then i got the satellite internet, and that's another monthly fee. Uh, so if I can reduce the number of monthly subscriptions that I'm making, uh, that would be great. Yeah. Perry, um, you, just, you, you just did the walk that after we talk to our customers that they've, they've all gone through and come to that same conclusion. And it's, uh, ultimately it's, I can consolidate, can save money. And now I'm also only working with, you know, one company versus trying to manage multiple accounts and multiple pieces of equipment or whatever it may be. You must have different plans, just like a cell phone company then with, you know, you know, you buy this much, you get this many gigabytes or how do I, how do I determine how many gigabytes that I need? And getting back to finishing my movie, you know, can I can I upgrade the plan if all of a sudden I I need that higher inter, higher internet speed in the middle of my movie? How does that work? Yeah, great question. It's a question we get uh, daily from most customers because our plans start anywhere from two gigabytes a month. And like I said, all the way up to an unlimited plan, and we have several options in between. Um, so our overall goal is we want to provide flexibility because every because our audience is primarily campers, RVers, um, we know that how people use it, how often they're on the road, how often they want to be connected um, is different. There is no one perfect solution for that's going to work for every single person. So you know, again, it comes back to what are you doing? So in your case, if you're saying, um, I want to stream and streaming is a high bandwidth, it uses a lot of data. Um, so the question we always ask is, well, how, how many days per month are you looking to do that? Cause streaming generally will use, if it's a high definition is going to typically use two gigabytes, maybe three to four gigabytes, depending on, is it just a, a standard high def or are we going 4k, but it will use two to four gigabytes in an hour. So if you're watching TV for two to four hours a day and you're doing that monthly, you're going to want a higher gigabyte plan. If you're, you know, say a weekend uh, camper um, or somebody who only needs a few, day of few days of coverage, you might go to a lower gigabyte plan um, because you don't need, your usage is just going to be less. Same as if you're only um, streaming music, checking the internet, browsing social media, um, what I'd say is a light data user you can go with a smaller plan. So it really just depends on your, your usage and what you think. And we've built some tools to help customers um, walk through that process to try to, to take all the math and all the work out where we basically just ask them questions of how many days are you looking to be connected? 
tell us a little bit about your usage. So how many hours a day do you spend watching TV, streaming music, browsing internet? And we kind of help provide some guidance on choosing the best plan for them. Now, the other point, you're, <clears throat> you, you picked a plan and you know what? I'm going to extend my trip and I'm going to be out a little bit longer. Or <clears throat> I'm watching a football game and man, this game's going longer and I want to watch more games, right? Like I'm just really getting sucked into this, you know, Sunday's awesome and I want to watch more sports. Well, <clears throat> and I run out of data. You can easily call us and add more data to your plan. Um, and again, it's the same structure where if you want to uh, add another 10 gigabytes or you want to add 20 gigabytes, you want to upgrade, do an unlimited, all of those things are options that we provide our customers that they can do for they're just one month cycle. They can do it um, ongoing, you know, consecutive months. They can just choose how they want. And the great thing about it is this is all pay as you go. There's no contract. There's nothing that says you're locked in and committed to us for a year or two years or three years, or you're locked into your plan. And if you want to upgrade or downgrade, you pay a fee. Nope. It's a matter of what do you need for this just one month? We operate in a 30 day billing cycle. So it's what do you need for this month? And you want more data, you can buy more data. And next month, if you don't need it, you can stop and pause your service. So, and, and that raises a good question. Uh, for instance, this year, uh, I'm going to go to uh, Coachella. I'll be there for two months, mm -hmm. February and March. Uh, can I just buy two months or do I have to pay something every month? How does that work? Uh, buy just the time that you need, the months that you're there. So it'd be, you'd buy uh, in one month increments. So if you're there for two months, you just by you know the first month and then when that renews on the second and at the end of that period you can just easily cancel your service um, we have an online uh, portal or similar to like an app that you can just go in and pause and cancel your service um, you can also call we have a, a call center uh, that is staffed seven days a week um, and it's u.s based it's actually out of our uh, home office in rochester minnesota that you can talk to an agent and they can easily process all of this for you and do all the work and um it's as simple as that there's no you know there's 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 no red tape to it we'll put it that way um and then because i am intrigued by both devices i can see the benefits of having a router uh inside the rv but we also do a lot of hiking now do i, do I have to buy two separate plans one for the small portable device and one for the router Currently today we do. Unfortunately, I wish because we get this a lot. I wish we could have two, you know, two devices on one plan. But right now, it's each device operates on its own plan. I, I got to ask Perry, what within your use? How many devices are you typically connecting? What does your typical use case look like? Well, you know, right now uh, the kids have sort of grown and don't want to RV with us anymore. So it's definitely uh, my wife and myself. Uh, but we are. You know, we're streamers. We like to watch TV in the evening. Um, so, you know, that's sort of where we're at, that that two to four gigabytes. Uh, we do like high resolution. You know, when we're in the RV, uh, we're on televisions. There's actually two separate televisions. So often we're, you know, she or I are watching something in the bedroom and somebody else is watching something else in the living room. So, you know, how much is that? Yeah. Do you connect... Um any iPads or do you connect uh, laptops or anything else? Oh, <laughs> that's what you're asking. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we each have a phone, we each have an iPad, uh, yeah. and typically we'll have at least one 
uh, full-size computer on the road so we can work while we're on the road. So there's okay. there's going to be five devices okay. that we would like to connect, yes. And how often are you on the road, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, well, in the wintertime, you know, we're gone for two to four months. Um, and sometimes it's just weekends. So Okay. So, like in your case, you'd be kind of right on the fringe between that journey one and XDR, which is probably why you're kind of, you know, trying to jump a suite, which one's the perfect. Um, I would say for, you know, within your vehicle, an XDR probably would offer a better um, experience for you simply because it's going to allow you to continue to add more and more devices and also do can, things like streaming on, on multiple devices at one time. Um, that journey one, while it's capable, it's once you start connecting, you know, three, four or five devices and you're trying to do streaming and also maybe you're browsing the Internet or working at the same time that it can bog that device down where right. that XTR is going to be able to it's similar to your at home. Right. It's going to handle that bandwidth um, a lot better. Now, the great thing, kind of what you described, too, is. Two very different, you know, um, needs in terms of data, so. If you're, say, in the, the summer months um, and it's just weekends, you don't, you probably could be fine on a 25 or 50 gigabyte plan. Um, and in the winter, when it's more of a full time experience, that's somewhere we could go to an unlimited plan. Um, and again, coming back to our service, you can change that as you need to change it. And you can also pause it in those months of periods in between where you don't need anything at all. Well, it sounds almost too good to be true, so I'm sure there's a, there's a price behind all of this stuff. Sure. Uh, you know, fair enough. Uh, if it's yeah. a good service and it sounds like it, how long have you guys had this out? Is this something you know brand new that you're trying out right now, or are you, pardon, are you established? Like, can I count on this? So, Travelify brand has been around since November of 2021. So we're coming on two years here this fall. That this brand has been in service or in existence. Um, we, pay, like I said, Pace, the company behind it, um, has been around for 50 plus years. Um, the business supporting RVs, we've been supporting the RV and the RV industry for that same period of time. Um, in terms of cost, because to answer that question on costs, you know, it's, it's going to be more expensive than a, a standard cellular plan, right? So our Devices, depending on devices, the Journey One starts at 150 US um, online, and the XTR is $299 US. Um, the data plans, depending on what you choose, start anywhere from $20 a month up to $129 a month for our unlimited plan. Um, beyond that, there is a one-time activation fee, so it's a $25 activation fee, and I want to stress it's one time. <laughs> so that what that means, because we get this all the time, is you pause your service and you come back and restart, you are not paying that fee again. You are not paying um, six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, you are not paying that fee again. So you can start and stop as many times as you want and you will never pay the activation. So it's a, it's a one time for us to offset some administrative costs to, um, on the data side, on the back end. Um, it offsets some costs for us because we do pay activation fees as well. Um, and so for us, it helps us offset some of that. But from a customer standpoint, it's buy the device, pay the one-time activation fee, pick your monthly billing plan, and that's all con no contract, pay as you go, 
and uh, start and stop as often as you'd like. One more question. I always say that and then there's two more. But anyway, one <laughs> more question. Um, you know, I consider myself to be fairly um, technology savvy. <laughs> I said that and then I tripped over my words. But I still need support sometimes. And, and that, I think, is a key thing, a key benefit towards purchasing any product. If I have trouble, I get confused during an installation. All of a sudden, it's not working and I think I've done everything right. You know, is there a 24-7 chat line? Is there a live operator? Do you use... Uh, an artificial intelligence to answer my questions. Like, how does that work? What's the support yeah. network for Travelfy? Yeah, great question. So we offer, like I said, we staff. So if you're looking for human interaction, uh, we have staff both sales and technical support. So we have, call it initial, like tier one and tier two technical support available. Um, that is staffed seven days a week. Their hours, that um, is not 24-7. Their hours, I believe, are you know 10 a.m. Central to 7, 8 o'clock Central uh, p.m., um, Monday through Sunday. Um, we also have online chat that is available. We have online self-help tools and knowledge centers available for customers. And we also have um, email that is generally monitored you know, 12 hours per day. So for a lot of our customers, if it is after our support, they'll send us an email, but then they can get a response and a reply right away first thing the next morning um, if somebody is not available. Um, we take a lot of pride in the fact that you can talk to humans, real people, real US-based agents um, who are knowledgeable and understand, and, and frankly, a lot of times are also RVers and users of the product themselves, so they can relate and understand. Um, this is for us, you know, this is a, we didn't want to just get into this business to be another, you know, data provider, another uh, reseller for customers. There's businesses out there that do that. We wanted to, there's a need. There's a need for RVers, for travelers, people who are on the go to have a reliable internet solution, um, who need the pay-as-you-go services who need flexibility and data plans. Um, and that's really what we're trying to do is say, okay, listen, it's, we know it's not for everybody. And there are going to be some, you know, uh, people who listen to this podcast and go like, no, I'm great with my hotspot or I've got satellite that works awesome. And that's perfect. But for, you know, a large percentage of the industry and people who are, who are heavy users in our RVs, um, our service is a great fit for them. And they've been very, very happy um, we've got thousands of customers across the U.S. and Canada. We are growing very quickly because for a lot of the things like we've discussed today and, and a lot of the reasons that you kind of see is, you know, it's a, it, it's a great fit for a lot of customers who are looking for Internet and staying connected while they're on the go. What's the website? www.travelfy.com. Now, we always get this, Travelfy is spelt without the E. So no e travelify.com. Otherwise, Google search it; it'll, it'll pop up in Google too. All right, perfect. Thanks again very much, uh, Nathan, and enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk again. Thanks, Barry.